everyone, and welcome to yet another post-game podcast from Bavarian Podcast Works. This is I Need No Name, and I am just sitting down right after full time as Bayern Munich have once again drawn to Union Berlin. This is our second draw in a row in the league, and suddenly Bayern Munich, after such an amazing start in all competitions, we look a lot more vulnerable, and just as the Champions League is starting up within a few days, which is not a great place to be in, like... Just a few weeks ago, we had that conversation about whether Bayern Munich's attack actually looks better now that Robert Lewandowski is gone. And while I wouldn't say that today's game was a result of not having a dedicated striker up top, I will say that it shows that Bayern Munich's attack isn't as good as we thought it was. So what happened today against Union? What went wrong? Well, first of all, let's talk about the lineup. Nagelsmann started us in his standard 4-2-2 formation but with two major changes from usual. First of all, we had Lucas Hernandez benched in favor of Matthias Delict. I guess that was a measure by Nagelsmann to rest Lucas and he will be back against Inter. The second measure that was a lot more important in my opinion was the benching of Thomas Muller. Now, Thomas Muller has been playing a lot of games this season, a lot of minutes and well, he was due for a rest at some point this season, but I think Union was the wrong game to rest him against because he was sorely missed on the pitch today. He, without him, Bayern Munich's attack looked very flat, very uncreative, and just simply got shut down way too easily. Union Berlin had a setup where they would put every single man behind the ball, but they also had it set up so that they would be ready to get physical with Bayern Munich and close down spaces as quickly as possible. This was aided by the fact that they had the ref seemingly in their pocket to be honest. I guess it's gonna be it's gonna sound really funny about a Bayern Munich fan complaining about Union having the refs in their pocket, but generally I don't know what the ref was doing today. Every single time Union fouled up there, it was just foul and then carry on. No yellow cards to be shown anywhere and so many fouls weren't even called like so many shirt pulls, shirt tugging, holding, grabbing. It was so physical out there and the ref just let it get out of control. Maybe it was because of the atmosphere at the stadium. Union have an amazing atmosphere at their ground. Maybe the ref was just overwhelmed by that because there was no explanation for what I just saw. It was like playing one of those Spanish teams like Villarreal or Sevilla or even Atletico Madrid. It was honestly that infuriating what Union were allowed to get get away with on the pitch today. And that is probably kind of concerning for Nagelsmann because, as I said, this is what the Spanish teams like to play. Like They like to get in your face, get make sure that you don't play your own game, make sure that they disrupt you. And we saw a little bit of a hint of that against Wolfsburg where Niko Kovac tried to set up Wolfsburg to do that and he wasn't quite successful. Bayern still side through his side very easily. But Union seems to have executed it a lot better. And now, I think with this blueprint, we're going to see a lot more park buses against this Bayern Munich side. I think Bayern Munich have revealed a very key weakness in our setup very early and now it's going to cost us. Every single team will be watching how Union set up and going to be saying, okay, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to play. This is what we want to be and so on. That's not to say that they will be successful. They won't most of the time, but it will make our lives harder in this coming season. And I hope that Nagelsmann is ready to adapt his formation and setup because there were a few things today that could have been done a lot better. First of all, we had the width. 
the issue with is something that is a little bit confusing to me because the first few games of the season, we seem to have plenty of width on both flanks. Alfonso Davies was doing his usual thing, going up and down the pitch, providing crosses, providing cutbacks, providing overlapping support to his winger. Those weren't a problem, but now, today, we did not see any of that from Davies. We saw him generally reluctant to take on his man on the left-hand side, and he constantly kept on cutting inside and passing infield, and that just did not work. It just made it easier for Union to be compact and keep us from breaking them down. Whenever we started using the width on the pitch, Union started to panic a little. They started to break down and open up some spaces for our attackers to work with, but we just did not do that enough times. On the right-hand side, you had Casey Coman, who was trying to provide width all on his own. Benjamin Pavard, as usual, did not go up very far on the pitch to support his winger with overlaps. Usually, Coman is the type of player who does not need a supporting fullback with overlaps just to be dangerous, but today he was marked so well with by Union, who, again, with the aid of some very physical defending, grabbing, shirt-pulling, all that all that kind of stuff, they limited Coman's options to where he was constantly just trying to do step-overs and constantly trying to, you know, beat his man and try to find a pass, but there was never a pass to be found because, again, compactness, they were so compact, and we let them be so compact that they could just make sure that none of our players were in a position to receive the ball when our wingers or our wide men were free to deliver it. And because of that, we constantly kept on either losing the ball with an ill-conceived pass into the box or we constantly kept on getting dispossessed because they, the team were really struggling for ideas. Again, not having Thomas Muller for almost 60 minutes in the game that affected things, okay? Thomas Muller could have unlocked things, and then when he did come on, he did help unlock a lot more of the width on the pitch, and a lot of the movement was better. We did have a few chances after he came on, but not as many chances as we should have had. I have not seen what the XG numbers for this game are, but I would be surprised if Bayern had any significant XG at all, because what it felt like, we had, like, I don't know, 1.5 good clear-cut chances. One of them was the great dribble by Muziala into Sané, who then shot it, and it was a great save by the keeper. I would normally say that Sané missed, but yeah, okay, Sané shot it at the keeper, and then there was another chance where Muziala, again, dribbled inside and passed it off to Sané, who, again, shot it over the bar. I think those were the two best chances we had in this game. There was another chance very close to the end of the game, where Mane um, forced a save from the goalkeeper, and... Like, it was thanks to a long ball from Dayatupa Mikano, and there was no real consistency in how we got our shots today. Like, the goal that we scored, that was a complete fluke, honestly. It did not come through any careful attacking play. It came because from a set piece, we had Matthias Delict headed down. Jamal Muziala took a bullet of a shot. It got deflected off a Union Berlin player's legs or whatever, and then Joshua Kimmich, he took another shot, and normally I would say the goalkeeper saves that or it hits someone on the way through or something like that, but somehow it went into the net, and that's the only reason today that we are one all and not one nil. Honestly, I've seen this kind of game play out for us in the Champions League year after year, and in those games, we don't get this lucky. We don't end the game one nil. Sorry, one one. We ended one nil with us going back to our home leg with a deficit. So that's the thing like last week against Gladbach I said there was nothing to really worry about because of how many chances we created against any other team if you make chances like that you're gonna score and there's no issues but today if you make chances like that against another team 
there is no guarantee you will be able to score. Honestly, Union today, we completely pinned them back. But given how impotent we were with all the possession we had, Nagelsmann has some things to figure out. The players that I want to focus on today would be, first of all, Sadio Mane. Sadio Mane, oh man, what a rough performance for him. Um, I hope is that these performances so far for him have not been the honeymoon period and suddenly the honeymoon has worn off because like if he plays like this going forward in the season that's going to be very rough on us he was only offside once today which tells you his level of involvement in the play today he was probably the worst player on the pitch we had and he was rested in midweek against victoria Colm. so he was rested and he should have had it in him to do a lot more than he did he had a few Decent chances, I would say, where he won layoff to Davies, which Davies could have converted. It was way too fast, so, I mean, was not really a chance that I would call a high-value chance. And the other one, which I already mentioned before, a header that was saved by the keeper very late in the game. But Mani's passing was very poor today. His movement basically, like, ineffective because, again... Union congested the box so much that no matter where Mane was, he was tightly marked, so there was no incentive for anyone to pass to him. And because of that, like, it, it wasn't very difficult for the Union players to follow the ball and make sure Bayern did not get any chances. Maybe that would have been different if we had Thomas Muller playing from the first minute, but even so, Sadio Mane today, on an individual level, his passing was off, his movement was off, his shooting was off, and... Like, I don't know what to say. Like, he was really put off by the physical nature of Union's play right at the top of the box. Because I'm surprised, really. I mean, coming from the Premier League, I thought Sadio would be able to deal with this a lot better. And he kind of disappointed me with how easily he was muscled up the ball and how easily he went down. And this is maybe where Lewandowski would have helped us a lot more. Because Lewandowski could have held up the ball a lot better and maybe caused Union to focus on him a little bit more, creating chances for his teammates to open up a little bit of space to take a shot. But that did not happen today. And Lewandowski is at Barcelona, so we don't really have any reason to talk about him. The other guy I have to mention is Leroy Sané. Now, there are people in the comment section, again, saying that Sané had a good game. And why are you calling him out? He was no worse than anyone else. Sané was really bad today. I'm, I'm sorry to anyone who saw this game and thought Sané was any good. The two chances he had were set up uh, for him on a platter by Jamal Muziala, who actually had a good game, and not Leroy Sané. Leroy Sané, in the position he was in, he did not make any good forward passes. He was constantly dispossessed. Whenever a Union Berlin player got with him in a 1v1 situation, he was unable to get past them. He was just... How should I say? He was just ineffective, you know? He was just not doing anything. He was trying, I guess. I mean, I wouldn't really say that effort is what we look for in the Bayern Munich forward. We also look for results. Sané was definitely trying. It's not that he wasn't com completely disinterested in the game, but he was just so ineffective. He was just unable to put any kind of impact on the game. And because of that, I think after Mane, Sané was probably the second worst player we had on the pitch today. The other guys, the other attackers, Kingsley Coman, Kingsley Coman, people have been criticizing him for not being able to get past his man on the right-hand side. But again, he did not have any support. He did not have any targets to aim for. He did not have anything to do. And what is a guy supposed to do? He was the only guy creating any width for most, most of the first half. And I just don't see why Nagelsmann set us up in such a weirdly lopsided formation where you had Alphonso Davies not giving any width at all on his side. 
because of that, Union's job just became so much easier. And I hope he fixes this against Inter because they have probably better things to do at this very moment because the Milan Derby is on. But after the Milan Derby, you know that Simone Inzaghi is going to pull out the tapes of this Union Berlin game and think, aha, so this is how I should set up my team against Bayern. And Nagelsmann cannot allow his team to play the same way that we did today. We need more width. We need more of a staggered forward line. We need our players to be much more, how should I say it, um, unpredictable, really. And that is the thing, that we were very predictable today. We did not do anything that Union did not expect. And because of that, they were always one step ahead of us, whether it was fouling us or like getting in the way of our shots or our passes or just closing down our players. They were always one step ahead. And, because of, and it's because we weren't doing anything creative with the ball when we had possession. That is something that it is concerning to watch as a Bayern Munich fan because you don't, you've seen this story play out so many times before. You see a team park the bus in the Champions League, it's a semi-final, quarter-final, whatever, and you see the team park the bus and our team, no matter how much possession we have, we just can't break it down. They get a goal through some such weird defensive error from one of our centre-backs and we just do whatever we can but we cannot get the goal back and we lose. Nagelsmann cannot take the excuse that Union were defensive or that Union were physical and take that as a reason for ignoring the result of this game. This is a game that is going to reverberate through our entire campaign and he needs to figure out a way to break down these physical, cynical puck bus teams if he wants to be successful this season. There are ways to do it, obviously. First of all, get Thomas Muller back on the pitch. That's going to be a huge help. Keep Jamal Muziola on the pitch. I was baffled when Jamal Muziola was subbed off. I get it. You're trying to save him for Inter, but maybe keep him on for 10 more minutes. Maybe let him and Thomas Muller try and combine a little bit because Muziala was a guy who can make things out of nothing. And if you keep him on and you keep Thomas Muller on, who is so good at assisting players, especially Muziala, if you keep those guys on, maybe something can happen. And don't take that away by subbing Muziala off. That is... Like, one of those baffling choices that Nagelsmann made, and it may have cost him two points today. Bayern Munich are suddenly now not in first position. I have to actually look up where we are in the league table now. Dortmund are first, which is just so weird to think about, given where these two teams were just two weeks ago when Bayern beat Baham 7-0 and Dortmund lost to Bremen. We are still unbeaten this season, but if Nagelsmann keeps it going with this weird, narrow, uncreative system that honestly does not look the same as the system that we started the season with, then I don't know what's going to happen. Prediction for Inter, I hope that Nagelsmann, you know, he will bring Thomas Muller and Lucas Hernandez back into the lineup, but I also hope that he gets Serge Gnabry back because Sadio Mane and Serge Gnabry had the link-up, and we also have Jamal Muziala there providing his usual, you know, creativity in the midfield area which we sorely lacked today and especially lacked after Muziala came out because, as, as I said earlier, Lirasani was very ineffective. So yeah, that is my entire take for today. That is pretty much all I have to say. Um, should I? Do I have anything short to say? Yeah, Upamecano again. Great game overall, but one major mistake that could have led to a goal that Neuer saved. He just keeps doing this and it just makes it hard to evaluate him as a defender. He's a lot like Boateng in that regard. Just... Amazing 90 minutes, but then one minute where he just has an insane howler that could easily concede your goal. Matthias Delict, I think people are starting to understand what type of defender Matthias Delict is. He's a lot like Matt Hummels in the sense that he is very good in the air, very good at passing, but 
he is very slow so he has to constantly make sure that he is one step ahead of the attackers when he is defending so that he is not easily outpaced today he was perfect honestly he was sweeping up behind in the midfield and keeping everything tight at the back and he was probably the best defender today and i give him full marks but it is very concerning that he plays like this and maybe because of this he will be on the bench for major games this season because I prefer Lucas and Ubergano's pace and recovery speed in that regard. And who else do I have to point out? Oh, Sabitzer. Sabitzer was so good today. He was constantly sweeping up behind Joshua Kimmich and like he is probably the reason why Union were locked inside their half as much as they were. They did not probably want to park the bus as much as they did, but they simply could not get out because Sabitzer was so good at dispossessing them in the middle of the park. And yeah. That is pretty much I have to say. Um, thank you for listening. As usual, you can find us on Twitter at BavarianFBWorks. And you can find us on pretty much any podcasting platform. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever. And this is I Need No Name. We will see you next time, which will probably be our joint preview and flagship show, which will be posted on Sunday night, Eastern Standard Time, which is maybe Monday morning for me. But yeah. Okay, so thank you for listening and good night.